Warning, the following podcast contains opinions and viewpoints that may not be shared by the host of this recording or those that are easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. From the former United States, now known as Emerging 4, you're listening to LockMoreOnHundredFM.com's podcast, The Aquation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tuesday's edition of the APS Show. And this is Tuesday, October the 2nd, 2018, and I'm recording this at 1 a.m. on 10 morning 2018. And this was one of the top stories on Infowars.com. Unprecedented. Unprecedented. Media deletes Kanye West quote about Alex Jones Trump being matrix breakers. Even, even Kanye's words not being memory hold for promoting populism. The quotes by rapper Kanye West, the Alex Jones, that Alex Jones and President Trump were matrix breakers was quietly removed from an interview without correction or being, or an update issued. West made the statement during an interview about the upcoming album with music magazine, The Fader. The Fader. However, Within hours, the quote was quietly removed. As you, as they said, quietly removed. Other highlights from the seminar including Kanye West symphonism, Kanye West praising Alex Jones and President Trump as matrix breakers. Matrix breakers. The Jones and Trump quote was picked up by Spin and other outlets like Vulture, Vulture and Stereo Gun. Spin Magazine reported Friday, but at this, at some point between Thursday afternoon and Thursday night, the quote, which sounds a hell of a lot like an endorsement for both the, pres- the president and the right-wing conspiracy peddler, quietly disappeared from the feeder's post. The attempt to memory hoe anything and everything that demonstrates the next level of online censorship, where even the basic words of a word famous, world famous musician are carefully curated so as not to butt the culture establishment in any way. As Spen noted, the move is especially brazen given Kenya's well-known political stance. After he came out as a Trump supporter earlier this year by donning a Make America Great Again hat on Twitter as well as a subsequent appearance on various shows such as his recent Appearance on this SNL. The authoritarian left is determined to unperson Alex Jones and conservatives and libertarians in general from the web by any means necessary ahead of the midterms, even if that means deleting, erasing quotes from other high profile individuals which simply mention the InfoWars founder or promote a populist viewpoint. Yes, they attack Kenya West on, uh, on uh, Saturday Night Live. Uh, here's some other headlines from Infowars.com. Beto voter shouts obscenities around children. Gets in Infowars reporter's face. Owen Schwarter grows live at Beta Beto 
rally with Make America Green Hat, Make America Great Again Hat triggers liberal snowflakes. U.S. Ambassador China running propaganda ads in our own free press. Communist government placing paid advertisements in Des Moines Report Register, he says. Uh, mother of two punches Lindsay Lohan over child abduction bid. Hollywood actress believes Syrian woman trafficking children. Watch truck in, initiate in, imitates Trump imitates Feinstein's stuttering denial of leaking cannibal accusers letter. Uh, uh, what? No, uh, no, I did, uh, la, w- uh, wait, one minute. And because I'm having some mouth issues right now, I'm not having, I'm not having any trouble uh, doing her stutter because right now I'm having trouble getting words out. I'm going to get it fixed soon, but, or get, get it taken care of soon, but it'll be in the near future. Uh, so I'll probably sound plenty here for the next few recordings. Gave Facebook your number for security. They used it for ads. Facebook is also grabbing your contact information from your friends. The Pentagon is building technology allowing troops to control machines with their minds. It will allow people to control, feel, and interact with a remote machine as though if it were a part of their own body. That that sounds scary. That stuff will be introduced in games too before it's all over. 48% 48% of U.S. residents in top five cities don't speak English at home. 67 million overall. In New York City and Houston, it is a 49%. In Los Angeles, it's 59%. In Chicago, it's 36%. I sure would like to see the percentage in Georgia, in Dalton, Georgia. And with that, I am going to uh, close. This has been an update to the podcast. Uh, the podcast we were going into was discussing Stacey Abrams in Georgia with the Kemp battle, the Kemp versus Abrams in Georgia. Uh, I hope Kemp wins. Uh, remember people, I'm not a liberal, I'm not a conservative. I, 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 I'm more conservative than I am liberal, but I don't fit either box. And when it comes to the Christianity thing, I don't even fit the box in the religious aspect because I've never been that religious but I do believe in God and I do uh, I'm some I can't say I'm 100% non-religious but I'm more I'm less non-religious than I am religious but I do always believe in Jesus Christ so with that I close thank you for listening we're going straight to Tuesday's podcast of the APS show Warning, the following podcast contains opinions and viewpoints that may not be shared by the host of this recording nor those that are easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, ride catchers from the internet, from the gates of hell right here in Dalton, Georgia, formerly known as the United States, now FEMA Region 4. Now 
Hello, 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 and this is another podcast from Helen, Georgia. Now, I know this will broadcast for about three weeks from now, maybe four. Hopefully, it's before the elections, because this is very, very important. I caught this article on my local paper's website. It's about Sarah Abrams. It's from a few days ago. It's from at least uh, before September came in. Uh, but I caught this article because this is important. we got to get out and defeat this woman at the Pope. Don't let them convince you that this is about African Americans and this is about women. This woman is a Bernie Sanders socialist. Now, if you want to see what Bernie Sanders socialism looks like, you just look at Venezuela. Venezuela is what Bernie Sanders socialism leads to. So let's, so Georgians, you're going to have to get out and you're going to have to vote against this woman. And here is the story. Democrat Abrams strategizes to flip red Georgia by Jill Nolan. And that's jnolan at cnhi.com. August 28, 2018. Valdosta. Those who could not fit into Valdosta State University, Powell Hall, gathered around to, to hear Stacey Abrams speak as her voice carried over the public address system of an SUV. She gave an improvto stump speech, her voice spreading throughout the South Georgia campus, before walking into the face and packed to a face-packed auditorium. So you guys have to have a friend. So you guys have a few friends outside? Abrams quipped at once inside. This has so far been the reception of the 44-year-old Atlanta tax attorney and former state house minority leader as the Democrats try, the Democrat tries to rally like-minded voters in a re- reliably red corners of the state. Whether in North or South Georgia, her town halls have attracted large, diverse, and rapt crowds. I'm hyped. I'm hyped, said Emily Johnson, a 20-year-old Virginia native and v- VSU student. After hearing Abram speak, Justin said she was so she was excited to have a progressive option on the Georgia ballot. And progressive this woman is. Remember, she's a Bernie Sanders socialist. Now don't forget that. Forget about her color. Forget about her color. Forget about what sex she is. This isn't about her color. This isn't about her sex. And I'm telling you black people this. Don't let her use this. There is a a blue hashtag walk away going on among blacks right now. Uh, remember, forget her skin. She is a Bernie Sanders socialist. If you remember one thing from my voice, you're hearing my voice. Bernie Sanders socialist. Abrams has taken her bid to become the country's first African-American female governor to places such as Loreds County, Home to Valdosta, Valdosta that helped push Donald Trump to a five-point victory in Georgia in less than two years ago. Lodes County, 58% of the voters supported Trump. Now remember, this woman is exactly the exact opposite of Donald J. Trump voters. We got to defeat her at the polls in November. Now I'm not really as concerned, but you know, you never know. Because you can always have that thing that they don't expect to happen. Happen. Donald Trump was one of those. Now, I'm going to be passionate about beating this woman in November. 
And that's why I may move this, I may bump, if I see that this podcast isn't going to air before the elections, I will bump it up. I will bump this podcast up. We have to defeat this woman at the post. But Abrams is not venturing, venturing into communities such as Fritzgerald, Vadosta, Carmilla, Donaldson, and Dalton. The thing was coming to Dalton in hopes of wooing back disaffected Democrats who voted for the Republican Party. Now you got that Dalton Georgians. She's heading for Dalton. I don't know when she's coming. She might be there as I'm speaking. I'm, uh, uh, as I'm recording this, I'm not home. Rather, she has spent three early weeks of the race trying to fire up voters who may not normally show up for the midterm elections. Energizing these voters, whether they live in the state's urban centers or the far-flung communities, is a key part of Abrams' plan to flip the state. Now, I'm going to have to make sure I get out and vote because I was deathly sick the day that Kemp was elected. You know, we had the runoff elections. I, I couldn't, I didn't feel like going, and I didn't go. But I was so thrilled when he won. Uh, I voted for the other dude, the dude with the uh, bus, the deportation bus. That's another thing this woman wants to do away. She wants to do away with ICE. You cannot do away with ICE. ICE is important. We have to run in every county, no matter where we are, because I want every vote that I can get, Abram said. While in Dalton earlier this month, though she's already been to Dalton. But my job isn't to flip every single county. It's to get as many voters as I can from every single place. You see what she's saying there now? We gotta, we gotta make sure we get out and vote against her. Abrams faces tough odds in her bid to become Georgia's next governor, which has become one of the most closely watched races in the nation. Georgia hasn't, hasn't put a Democrat in the governor's mansion since 1998. And the voters here have never elected a woman as their top official. Republicans also hold every statewide office and control the General Assembly. And even though Georgia's demographics are becoming increasingly diverse as its population balloons and more transplants make their home here, Many observers believe that that shift to date hasn't been enough to trigger a political transformation. We don't need this kind of political transformation. We do not need a Bernie Sanders socialist who wants to do away with ICE and where Georgia is one of the top states with an illegal immigration problem. And particularly Dalton, Georgia, you Dalton, Georgia nerds, the ones who got out and voted for Trump, you better make sure you get out and vote against this woman. And I don't know how many of you Daltoners hear my voice. I am a worldwide podcast. I don't even know where, indeed, some of my listeners, back when they listened to the duck, was always in Europe and places like that. Uh, that was what would show up on the map. So I don't even know how many people are listening to me that are from the United States or even from Georgia. But I hope I've got some Georgians listening because we got to defeat this woman. It would take a substantial new pot of Democratic voters to really make the election in play, if you will, said Trey Hood, a political science professor at the University of Georgia. As of the last gubernational national election in 2014, 
The composition of the electorate was still very much Republican leaning, Hood said. And not enough is known yet about the voters who are likely to cast their ballots this fall. Abrams' strategy is to challenge in one of the hinges of not only registering new voters, but also keeping supporters motivated to show up in force on November 6th turnout. Among new voters who have not yet made casting a ballot a habit can be especially unpredictable. The deadline to register is October the 9th. Abrams appears to be un, 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 unadated by such skepticisms. She points to a shrinking margin of victory for Republicans in gubernatorial races since 2006, a pool of voters who many lean to the left, but who do not usually show up at the polls, and a surge in voters who pulled, pu- pulled a Democratic ballot during the this year's primary. There are also six legislative districts that Abrams helped flip, including one in South Georgia. It is not that this is a Republican state, Abrams said. It is that those who share Democratic values have lifted, have not lifted their voices sufficiently in recent years. And my mission is to make certain they hear my message. Now, my mission is to make sure that you hear that this woman is a Bernie Sanders socialist that destroyed that the same kind of socialism destroyed Venezuela. Her supporters say they remain optimistic too. Whitfield County is a Republican county in a Republican state. I get that, said Shandra Hickson, who lives in Dalton. Nearly 71% of Whitfield voters supported Trump. 71% of Whitfield County, my city is in Whitfield County, supported Trump. 71% supported Trump. Now, you people better get out and vote against this democratic socialist that wants to do away with borders, language, culture, that wants to do away with the ICE. That being said, we don't have a county unit system anymore, she said, referring to our old voting system that was similar to the Electoral College. It's the popular vote, so every vote in Whitfield County only helps her chances and helps with the margarine. That's how we make this happen. Something that she's lived. The Atlanta Democrat hasn't tried to turn. I got to check and see what my, how much, oh, I'm about through. I got to hurry up and wrap this up. The Atlanta Democrat has tried to tone down her progressive views. Listen to this. She's tried to tone down her progressive views, progressive views out on the campaign trail, but she has focused her on her plans to grow small businesses, strengthen public education, and other issues with broader appeal. Expanding Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act is the backbone of her pitch. Now listen, she's trying to change, she's trying to change strategies here. She's, she's not wanting you to remember that she wants to shut down ICE. She's wanting you to focus on the other things so she'll get your vote. And she argues that the state can do these things without raising taxes. Now I don't see nothing wrong with Medicare. I could support that, but I'm not going to vote for a woman who wants to shut down my borders and get and continue to have illegal aliens flood my town. She also she also emphasizes on her record of working across the aisle to to House minority minority leaders. Something she has criticized for doing doing during the primary. She often praises Republican Nathan Dill, especially for his work on criminal justice reform, and she largely avoids avoids mentioning Trump. 
In Vadasa, heads nodded as Abrams laid out her her vision of Georgia and the bolded responses to the questions on LGBT rights, gun control, and improving the state's Hope Scholarship. She solicited several affirmations from the crowd, which with a spirited call to invest in renewable energy. And with that, I'm going to have to close this podcast. I just want to say, you better get out and vote against this woman. The article was much bigger than that. Uh, but I couldn't cover the whole entire article. Uh, but we got to vote against this woman. She's trying to flip the tides here. She's trying to use Medicaid and all that. And those are good qualities. I've suffered since I don't have mine. As a poor man, as a, as a disabled man. But I am still not going to vote for this woman. Because one thing that I, the most important thing is dealing with illegal immigration. And Dalton is like San Francisco. We're like California in general when it comes to illegal aliens. In Texas, we're like, we're, we're just as bad. Indeed, when they flee Dalton, they always go to Houston, Texas. I've read that in several articles, CNN, etc. Where when they flee Dalton, they go to Houston. So we're just as bad as Texas and California when it comes to illegal aliens. So you get out and no, and you vote against this woman. I don't care what she promises about education. Bill Clinton used education as a distraction so he could sell our country out to China. Thank you for listening to the APS show on rockmore100fm.com. Be back soon. 2018 all rights reserved. Kiss me.